Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us. This is the American Israelite Podcast, Let There Be Light, with your hosts, uh, Ted and Julie. Sit back and relax while we go over this week's interesting happenings in the Jewish community of Cincinnati and beyond. Okay. This is Pod American Israelite, uh, Let There Be Light, the American Israelite from the Pages. Uh, podcast of June 17th, 2020, and I am your one of your hosts. Uh, that's uh, just my dog barking in the background, but it's actually just a text message. We'll edit that out. Um, so, uh, where were we? Oh, so introduction. So, uh, I am Netanel Ted Deutsch, affectionately known as Nutella. And there is our uh, jar of Nutella sitting there. Right. And uh, I'm here with my co-host, Julie Brooke, who is here. Say hello, Julie. Hello. And uh, so we're going to try a different format this week, and we'll do some local news, what's going on actually in Cincinnati right now, and um, what's going on regionally, internationally, and is in Israel. So our first topic is that, uh, well, Sissy Corin, uh, Sigma Sissy Corin, was the head rabbi of Rockdale Temple. We all knew her, and we're all very friendly with her. She was just a friendly person to everybody. And she passed away, I guess, several weeks ago. And uh, the top story this week is that uh, Rockdale is creating a memorial fund for her in her honor. And, uh, very nice. Well-deserved. She was someone who made everyone feel welcome and inclusive, and she wasn't anyone she didn't remember, always with a smile on her face. It's a beautiful picture of her, too. Well, it's interesting because um, I went, I, you know, because I walk on Shabbos, and I walk to the different synagogues, and I there was a, uh, a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah at Rockdale, and I walked. It's like, you know, my normal is like, and it's like 1.5 miles from me, like less than that to Shari, but 1.5 to Gulf Manor from my house. There, it's probably from my house to at it's one and a half, so it's probably almost two miles to Rockdale. And mm-hmm. I went this one, I forget who was whose bar mitzvah it was, but I got there and um, there, you know, the, he's reading the story. And I didn't have a hummus, so I couldn't follow along. And I didn't bring one with me because I couldn't carry it. Right. So I asked her, and she goes, oh, hold on a minute. And she went and got me one, you know, because mm-hmm. – and I was one of the few people. <laughs> I was one of the – you know, I was reading along when he was reading the Torah. Yeah. And um, she was all smiles, you know, that I was following along and stuff. She was all happy about that. It was kind of interesting. That's my only story. That's what I got. That's all I got. That's all I got. Well, it's also nice that they've made Meredith Kahan the acting senior rabbi. Meredith, I've watched Meredith grow up. I huh? met her one of the first because uh, I lived in Cincinnati. One, that's like 30 years ago. Right. There, it's actually 34 years ago. We moved here in 86. And I met her mom at the JCC. Brenda's her mom. Brenda Kahan. Brenda Kahan is her mom. She Why? went to Walnut Hills with you. She did. Yes, she did, because she was a little bit younger than Barry, so she's, she. Well, she's what, because Barry's a 75, and I'm a 76. So maybe she's, 
she's from my age, so maybe 78. 77, 78. 78. Something like that. Yeah, so her mom, her Brenda Kahan, um, and her maiden name was Ostro. Um, oh, Brenda Ostro. Brenda Ostro. Oh, okay. I know Brenda. I remember Brenda Ostro, yeah. yeah. So that's her daughter, her okay, oldest daughter. Okay, I didn't know. And okay, our that, kids were okay. in the playgroup together. So I met her at the JCC at this mom and me class. So that was a right. funny story in itself on how that mom and me. So I came from Chicago, and they had mom and me classes at Chicago. But this JCC didn't. So there was two of us who moved at the same time. And the other girls said, you call that Janet and ask her for a mom and me class. She goes, and I'll call that Janet and tell her that I taught them in Chicago, which she did. So we set this thing up, and the next thing you know, they had the mom and me classes at the JCC, and that's how I met everyone when I first moved here. So Meredith huh. is one of the little girls huh. that was there. That's interesting. Yeah. So moving on, uh, the next top story is that Congregation Shari Torah is uh, resuming indoor services. Are they going to be socially distancing? They are socially distancing. I have not. I Last Shabbos was the first time that they opened, and I didn't want to go. I wanted to wait till things kind of settled down. Mm-hmm. I'll probably go this this week, um, just to let them, you know, kind of work it out. And I didn't want to. Um, and uh, Yossi Frankus, who works here, was talking about it because he he's on the board. I was on the board. I I, stopped, I just didn't have time for it. But um, there are, you know, it's it's. I mean, it's a large room, yeah. And um, I asked him how many people were there, so you could, pro- if if you were not social distancing and you had, I think you said there's like nine tables and there's probably ten people you could get at each table, so mm-hmm. that's ninety people. Uh, that's ninety guys, and then plus the women's side, so you're probably talking. 130, 140 if the place was packed, yeah. you know, if people. Um, so it's down, he said only about 20 people showed up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's kind of spread, you know, out, you know, every couple tables and spread out throughout the whole place. So, um, you know, I think in the fall things should be, as long as we don't have the second wave and we're not back quarantining. And I think things will be nice and open. And I also think there'll be some people who won't want to come. So you're going to have... People who can enjoy a Zoom and hopefully each of these congregations will set up some sort of an electronic system where... Well, the Orthodox will not. Right, but at least the Conservative... Um, the Conservative and the Reform, they're already... Actually, the next story is about a time setting that up, and Adath Israel is also setting that up, where you'll have people having Zoom services, because I would think people that are, you know, seniors... Uh, they're not going to want to be in that situation, no. you know, because you just don't know. I mean, right. how do you know that somebody's, you know? Well, because sometimes you don't have the symptoms and you can still have it. Be, you just don't know. But I think also you have to remember some, you know, you, even though we're all compact normally and a normal, sometimes it's whole family. So if that whole family right. has had them in the circle, they could all be in one section, and then you could have an empty aisle, right? In, right, in right, row, right, and then the next right. section could be another right. family, and they right. could maybe. Say, let's make reservations, and we're going to plot it out like you do for a seating chart for a they wedding. They probably will have to and, do that. And then it would work out, and then the people who don't do, either don't do it in time, let's say for Adith, you also have the stage. Maybe they go into another oh, no, room. They, when you, when, if you've been at the Adith, they open up that whole back right. thing. Right, people and aren't then, on the stage like they were 25 years ago. When you used to I didn't realize you'd have to have sitting on the stage, they too. They used to have people on the stage, but not in the last number of years. But also, so... You could have that, and then if they're zooming it to home, they can also zoom it to the other classroom. So there are so oh, many well, options yeah. in that building. Right. All you need to do is set up a video, and you can have the whole 
synagogue filled with people and no well, one's you going to be alone. Well, you're going to be. You're and going to have it, the whole... You know, if we're creative and make it work, we can make it work. Well, I think you're you right. You have an open mind. But then again, those who are not comfortable should stay home rather than coming I think, I think there will be a number of people that will not feel comfortable. Right, and that's fair, and that's and, reasonable, um, and, and, you know, that's just Well, also, we were talking uh, yesterday amongst the staff that, you know, it's Saturday and Sunday this year. So Saturday, you can't hear the shofar being blown. Oh. So you have to go back to second day. Now, they'll probably blow it at Adith and, and at golf. And for, the, for golf, uh, this Orthodox, you have to go back the second day. And the second day, there's shofar service. So you will hear the shofar on the second day. I would probably just go find out what time second day yes, is. Go listen. Yes, I, <laughs> I don't know why, but I tend to believe you on that one. So... <laughs> So, uh, and then the next story is that Adith continues to offer daily minion and Shabbos services online. Um, so a lot of these, you know, I mean, I actually, uh, that's part, Adith is part of my Facebook group. Uh-huh. Um, and, um, which, uh, so they have, they have like services, uh, mm-hmm. at night, every night and you can watch them. Right. Um, I, we did it one night when they did, did but Ella, it was really lovely. I mean, it must have been 3 o'clock in the morning for her there, but it was really lovely. Yeah, she was in Israel, her whole family, all the kids were there. Oh, 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 I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, it was wonderful. It was really wonderful. You know, if you look below that, there's some nice, interesting things that are going on by Zoom. Um, right. There's getting personal and political about infertility. That's Monday the 22nd. Well, they do that every Monday. That's or nice. once I think it's maybe it's once a month. Once a month. And then I know Israel maybe it's every Perlman month. Ginsburg. Sure. That's nice. My Israel evening of education. She's lovely. I uh, her son was in my class when I was subbing at Yavna and then I actually introduced him to someone um, for him to meet on his new job. Hmm. That's that's just lovely. There's a lot of good things. Well, there is because we had this, you know, um, several months ago, I mean when everything was going on and then when there was nothing going on, we had to switch to, we didn't have much stuff, and then everybody switched over to this online. Yeah. I mean, for a couple of weeks there, we there was really not much in the calendar because but people creative. were kind of figuring it out, yeah. and now they've kind of figured it out, and it's like everything's uh, Zoom meeting, everybody's still having meetings, they're just Zoom meetings. Right. Um, and it's keeping people connected. I just had a conversation yes. with someone else. So say there is a second wave. You know, we, we are all set up there now. There probably will we, be. Yeah, we've we've done this. We set right, up. We know what we need to do. Right. It's going to be a lot less painful, and I'm sure a lot shorter, because we know what we're doing now. And and I'm confident, even if there is one, that it'll be short, it'll be sweet, and over with. You know? So I was debating with someone last night. when we were, I go kayaking every Tuesday night with this group of people, and one of the people were saying that they were um, – it's kind of a debate going on in America right now. They were, she was saying that they um, had gone to everybody working from home. And I said, I, I, at one point in my career, when I ran a different magazine, um, had worked from home and I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was out all day seeing clients and seeing people and interacting with suppliers. And so I didn't like it though. Yeah, um, it was just so you're like all alone. I don't know how to, you're just by yourself, and it's like 
I mean, now, you know, with an office, you become in the office. I, inter- you know, you've got Judy, you got, you know, this, you got that, you, you know, everybody's. You can kibitz with everyone. Right. Everyone something's always, time, right. You know? Well, something's always going on, yeah. you know, and you, it's kind of like what keeps you going is, you know, you know, getting to, you know, we got to get, get up, get, you know, right. motivated, well, go to work. When get, you take a gym class or Zoom or a yoga class, I find that I do much better when I'm out of the house. So what I did for myself. Because I was being distracted by the laundry, by the dog. Right, the there's all these other distractions. So I take right. my electronics and I was going to the Blue Ash Amphitheater, plugging in there and zooming outside where I couldn't switch my laundry. The dog couldn't tell me she wanted to go out. And I, I th- felt that was much better and I was a lot I more felt, efficient. Yeah, and also it's like when I used to run, when I ran uh, cross country and you still run, I think. So. I do. I ran this morning. Okay, so I don't. I, I, my, my knees could not take it anymore. My ankles, but um, um, maybe I just, you know. So um, you always wanted to have like a couple of other people running with you, to, yeah. Because they, they push you. I have a friend they, they, that I run with. Right, they push you, and if you don't, if you go by yourself, it's like oh, I've had enough of this, and you, <laughs> it's like you know. You know, you, you you might not go that extra mile when you're running by yourself because it's just, yeah. you, you kind of get bored mentally. Well, I have good songs, and my other motivator is <laughs> that I have, a, you know, I know that I have to be somewhere at a certain time. No. I've got, because I have a tendency, I don't know if you know this, to be a little late. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, so. showing up. Well, that was one of your complaints in my personnel file that I never showed up on time. Oh, you're always late. Or yeah, so. Okay. So you were I, late today. We were supposed to well, show up at one. I told you I was going to like, be on a tight schedule yeah, today. Tight yeah, schedule. Yeah, usually I bring you the lunch, but I couldn't today, so. So our next top story is that Cedar Village is now having outdoor visitation, and I guess um, you're, you call up and you set up a time, and then they bring the relative or resident out and you can interact with them. I guess there's like a barrier there or, uh-huh. or that some kind of interesting. Now I know cause I wanted to go visit someone that is there. Right. I haven't been, I haven't seen my mom in, uh, well, it's, you know, March, March, April, May, and it's now June. June. So I haven't seen my mom in four months. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my mother-in-law has a good friend that still lived there and, and I would like to go visit her. She was so good to my mother-in-law that, and uh, I would love to. But that's good that. because I think once this starts, then they'll relax a little bit more mm-hmm. and then you'll be able to go in and interact. And, you know, uh, if you're wearing a mask and stuff, you can probably be able to. This is step one. And yeah. then step two would be, you know, that they can allow visitors into the building. We have to be especially careful with our seniors. Oh, no, I totally agree with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Totally agree and with Cedar, you. Cedar Village has done an excellent job. Yes. Really good job. And then we move on to national stories, and um, there have been a lot of protests over the last, I guess, is it two, three weeks? I guess Mm -hmm. three weeks over um, racism and police, you know, police brutality, I guess you'd say. Um, And there was one in um, the rabbis that can or support peaceful protests against racism, and uh, more than 800 rabbis. Uh, led a uh, was it a demonstration? Right. Um, I don't know where this. It doesn't say where it was though. I have a very similar to with Martin when Martin Luther King marched and the rabbis marched arm in arm with him. Were there? I think there were Cincinnati rabbis mm-hmm. that went. Yeah. I forget who they were though. But yeah, and we, um, we've always been um, there. Right. To help our African American brothers and right. sisters. Right. Right. 
Exactly. And I think that's very important. So we also have another one from uh, an international story from uh, from Paris about uh, protesters shout dirty Jews at Paris rally against police racism, which I don't know how you equate, ju- you know, justice, justice for, you know, or, or, you know, against the police reform. Have anything to do with dirty Jews. What, is the, what does that have to do with dirty Jews? Uh-huh. I mean, what, I don't understand that at all. Um, but it keeps popping up in in uh, in France. Wow. And uh, that's kind of concerning to everyone, I would think. All right, so moving right along. And then the best story is the American billionaire's son <laughs> who's ordered out of Israel because the poor guy couldn't miss a shtup or two for two weeks. So, it's, Well, he's... he's his, <laughs> well, look at her. His, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous, yeah. Isra- yes, Israeli yeah. model Yael... Yale, Yale, Yael, Shelby, Shelbya, Shelbya, must be. Shelbya, and that's his, I guess, current. So his mother girlfriend. is Sherry Redstone, and she's the chairman, chairwoman of Viacom CBS. And he went to Israel, and he was supposed to quarantine for two weeks, but it was just too hard on him. You know, he was afraid he couldn't last those two weeks. And he had to uh, run over to the girlfriend's house. Supposedly he was visiting his brother, what I read in the Right, his brother is in the army. But it, so he didn't run to visit his brother, his dear sweet brother. No, instead he runs over to shack up well, with his girlfriend. Well, that's his girlfriend. His yeah. girlfriend's gorgeous. She's Who's 18. And um, she's this famous model there. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, which brings up some interesting topics here. Because it doesn't say who the... Father of Sherry, Sherry Redstone runs CBS and uh, and uh, Viacom. Now Viacom was run by Sumner Redstone. Sumner Redstone is like ninety five. I, I think he's still around. Okay. He's I think got dementia, but he's still around. And I never knew that sh- that that family was a Jewish family, but obviously they're Jewish. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know that Sumner Redstone was Jewish or, or the, the daughter Sherry was Jewish either. Um, which I, I never knew that. That's interesting. And this will probably break them up anyway. What, this, this yeah. whole, no, yeah. no, I don't think so. No, oh, I no. bet they If I was him, I'd marry her. Well, yeah, you'd want to marry her, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, she gorgeous. may, she may be, you know. A little angry with him. What? She probably because, got in trouble too. Because look at she's in the army. She probably got in trouble well, too. Well, he could just fly her to since she could fly, he could fly her to New York, wherever they live. He would. He's got plenty got of her, money. Yeah, she's got her army service. She has to go through. Oh, she has to go do army yeah, service. Yeah, she's in the army too. Oh. She's also in the army, but he used his brother as a cover up. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, you want to hold on to that one. So the other uh, story from Israel is that Israeli rabbis are divided over temperature checks on Shabbat. So when you go to services, they have to, you know, use that electric monitor. Well, that's 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 using that electric monitor is breaking Shabbos. If it was turned on, yeah, if they're afraid. Of Even it. if it's turned on before Shabbos starts, it's still holding that up. It would be considered huh. breaking Shabbos. So. They're debating whether or not to do that. Well, so then they get into, you're allowed to break Shabbos for health reasons. It says a life-threatening situation. A life-threatening situation. So now, that, now threatening. You know, someone shows up and they've got COVID. Then they're threatening other people's lives. They could be threatening other people's lives. Right. So there's a big debate going on right now. It's like, 
do you check the person's temperature or you just let them go in? Okay, my vote would be for checking the temperature because if you save one life, you save the world. Well, that's true. That's part of Judaism also. So, yeah. I think that I would go for that, but I'm not those rabbis. So. Okay. So now we move on to um, Julie's forte. Oh, we love form the pages. And this is, we're now at, should we do the, well, that's the last thing we want to do is this. So, um, we're at, uh, from the pages, and do you want to start with the, now the ladies column took a little a hiatus for a week or two. She was probably at the seashore. The sea, at the seashore. Wearing it's her just, wool uh, shawl that she recommends that you wear at the seashore. Well, sea that's shore. probably just at night when it gets cold, not right. during the day when you're like burning up at 90 degrees. Cool at the seashore. It, it, well, it does. You get that, that that ocean breeze that comes in. So this week, the ladies are trying out a bicycle. So remember, <laughs> 125 years ago, they had those long dresses and long skirts. Yes. So to wear, you know, pants is was a questionable thing. Yes. Um, not only that, but if they wore pants, they were big, you know, balloony pants. They weren't skinny tight pants. They're like bloomers. Like bloomers. Right? That's where the word bloomers probably can't because they were like blooming, blooming out. out. They were blooming out. So know? they talk about the bicycle craze and um, how that it's it's all over the country and it's whether you ride or not ride and it's simply it's 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 like going swimming and there's bicycle parties and you can ride out in the sunshine and they're talking about how the tailors are giving much thought and time to bicycle habit designs <laughs> and the materials used are lighter than those chosen for riding habits like by horsewomen um, and are less severe in fashion corduroy which has, was a favorite material i guess earlier in the season when is now going to be laid aside for something lighter and more porous Linen habitats are much more in vogue and are not only neat, very not only neat, cool, but launders excellently. That's until you have to iron them. <laughs> a very pretty one was a string-colored Holland knickerbocker short skirt and a Norfolk jacket fastened with small bullet-shaped pearl buttons. So, yeah. well, I would have to be so. First of all, the bicycles back then, where you had that really big, big wheels, right? So hey, you, and a small and a small back wheel. Mm -hmm. So you had to climb up on this thing to get on the bicycle to ride the bicycle. And they, they didn't have different, you know, you didn't have. They didn't have to roll yours or yeah. anything like. They didn't have gear shifters or nothing like. There was a one. It was just the, the the big wheel had pedals on the side, and you would ride along like that. That was who could ride? I would even. Not to ride a bicycle like that, and you couldn't do it for very, like probably, probably exhausting. Yeah, if, if you you couldn't do maybe more than half a mile on a bike like that. I mean, I can imagine you could take that out to the Loveland bike train. <laughs> Just some guy riding one of those oh, things. Kind of running, come home. We also see a lot of old names in here that are familiar still to this day. We have um, Mrs. Sam Nadler has returned from Hot Springs, Arkansas, where she spent four weeks. While there, she visited her son, Private Melvin Nadler. Yeah. Is stationed with the Army Air Force at Amarillo, Texas. Private Nadler has just completed his course in airplane and engineer mechanics. And I believe his son is probably Tommy Nadler. I don't know. Is, now, is he was the guy that was, he's like a, in a fashion, uh, they clothing? They Nadler's Men's, Nadler's men's, men's Store. But I don't think Tommy does that. I think he's in finance yeah, I don't or think something. Yeah. Or maybe he's with his... The car dealer well, I thought this other work. one above it was really interesting. The local officer gives Foraline a short oh, yeah, answer. That's a good story, yes. So this the beautiful blue-eyed daughter in Kaufburin 
Germany is probably still thinking over the answer she got from Lieutenant Val Friedman, communications officer of the 54th Armored Infantry, 10th Armored Division. The unit had taken over the Brewer's house, which was Musser Father's, yeah. for its CP and what is, I don't CP would be, is uh, that? They slept there. They took it over. They Maybe their food. Food, maybe. Yeah, food, I think. And the attractive four-line was endeavoring to be friendly, addressing Lieutenant Freeman. She said in good English, are you American English? Question. Uh, Lieutenant Freeman thought it over a minute and replied, no, I'm American Jewish. The girl sat down hard and said no more. <laughs> <laughs> she was kind of surprised about that, I yeah. think. And then 50 years ago, look at Mr. Alan Weinstein, who is now Dr. Alan Weinstein and still in practice, has received the Doctorate of Dental Surgery degree from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. So we all know him. Everyone had their kids. My kids all went to um, oh, I didn't know Alan that. Weinstein. On Remington that. Road. Um, no, he at that time was in Blue Ash. Oh, okay, and okay. I, and now he's on Kenwood Road, also in Blue Ash. He actually oh, built okay. a new building now or renovated a building. So okay. and he has a partner now. But yes, he yeah, fixed Bella, my, Della Bella. He fixed right. my um, children's teeth. They look lovely now. <laughs> They have lovely we, teeth, yeah, do they? they have lovely teeth. It was a good investment. Um, <laughs> they all, yes, they're all married off thanks to their lovely teeth. Um, 25 years ago, we have Well, Daniel, wait, did you forgot oh, this one? Which one? Mr. and Mrs. Sidney Deutsch. Oh, yeah, Deutsch, your friend, yes. Uh, of 2328 Section Road announced the bar mitzvah of their son, Mark Nat, Nat, Nathaniel. Nathaniel, Saturday, June 27th, 9 a.m., Congregation of Goodest Israel, Golf Manor Synagogue, Stover Avenue. So I'm good friends with Mark, and uh, uh, I actually see him later today when I'm at, at Kroger. Yeah. Because he's in the kosher department. And as I said, there's another Mark Deutsch in town who's an ENT, and he takes Jenner. gym class with me. Oh, I know who that Mark Deutsch because I was going to call him about my my glands, and I never got around to doing. I actually pulled up his name. He's a nice guy. He didn't show up for gym class today. But didn't show up. Well, you better call him up and find out what's going on with him. It was him. our first gym class. I don't know where he and his wife were. <laughs> and then 25 years ago, we have Daniel and Debbie Stein, they're my neighbors, announced the birth of a son, Jonathan Mark. Hmm. Uh, June 6th, Jonathan has two brothers, Stephen and Robert. And Robert is actually friends with my son, Daniel. But more importantly, Jonathan Mark Stir Stein is now a big fashion designer. And he's got a whole line, and he's been at the shows. So you can read about him online. What's his name in... It's uh, called Jonathan Mark Stein. Is oh. his, 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 his label. Oh. That's I his know. label. He does woman's clothes. Very sexy stuff. Very nice. Oh, yeah. I never heard about it. Yeah. Never heard of him. Yeah, he's my... Uh, he's our neighbor, and I follow him on Facebook and Instagram. Beautiful stuff. So below that, we've got Meredith Wolf graduated cum laude from Harvard with a bachelor's degree in American history on June 9th. And Meredith is the daughter of Alan and Louise Wolf and the granddaughter of Joseph and Hortense Wolf of Corinth, Kentucky, the late Rabbi Hyman and Beatrice Cohen. She is a 1991 graduate of Walnut Hills High School. So Louise has had a long history with, uh, with the American Israelites. She's, uh, kind of, she's retired now, but she's, she worked, with the is at the Israelite for many many years, nice. and not only that, but recently she sent me a, uh, which is going to be a social announcement. Which is I don't know if it's in this week or it's in next week, but um, Meredith's daughter, mm-hmm. Meredith is married to this. I think I forget his name, but he runs 
like some huge Jewish organization in New York. Okay. She's brilliant. I mean, brilliant. And so and the well, husband's brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Um, and they actually, Alan, the Alan, Meredith's father, Alan Wolf, went to Harvard, too. Oh, wow. Alan and then Meredith uh, went to Harvard. And then their, their daughter, Meredith's daughter, okay. the granddaughter of Louise, got early acceptance into Harvard. And she's which starting in the fall. She'll be starting this fall. Nice legacy from the Wolf family. Yes, yes. Are there any of the Wolfs still living in Cincinnati? Louise and uh, her son Jonathan. Okay. Uh, this is the daughter, Mary. And then there's another daughter, but I don't remember the other daughter's name. But I don't think I don't think they live in Cincinnati. Jonathan lives here. Okay. The son lives here. Um, and I see him once in a while. And from 10 years ago, uh, Wise Temple celebrated... Uh, the senior rabbi, uh, Louis Cameron's 25th year, um, he started at age 29 because the previous rabbi, I guess, had passed away. He was hired as an assistant Very rabbi. Very similar to what's going on at Rocktail with yes. Meredith, because Meredith is only 34. Oh, she's young. She's very young. So she's only 34, and uh, she was born in 86. So this is the same very, very interesting story. Both young rabbis of very strong congregations in town, both dynamic rabbis, and uh, and both are following other rabbis that were dynamic and strong. Um, so there's a, a good future ahead for these. Unfortunately, they had to lose previous rabbis, but right. there's a good future ahead for these congregations with these strong, dynamic rabbis. Right, 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 exactly. So, um, moving on, um, we also have our joke of the week. Oh, that's a good one this week. You like this one? Yeah. Josie actually picked this one out, because I had picked out another one, and he didn't like it, so he, <laughs> he went with this one. And uh, so here's the joke of the week. Uh, it was a warm summer's day, and inside the synagogue, the rabbi droned on and on, endlessly. His voice a deadly, deadly monotone. The congregation fidgeted, squirmed in their seats, and tried to stifle their yawns. At length, a few stole quietly out of the temple. <laughs> Others followed suit until one by one the entire audience had departed. But the rabbi, oblivious to anything but his own voice, continued to preach. His phrases as uniform as the buzzing, a, a buzzing of a swarm of bees. The sexton walked down the aisle between the rows of now empty seats and sidling up to the rabbi managed to catch his attention for a fleeting moment. Rabbi, said the shamus, here's the key to the synagogue. Would you mind locking up when you get done? <laughs> when you get through? <laughs> That's from the Encyclopedia of Jewish Humor from Biblical Times in the Modern Age, compiled and edited by Harry Spaulding. Okay. Henry Spaulding. So that ends our uh, discussion for this week. Unless you want to go do some of those. Let's see if there's anything interesting in here. Well, this Rabbi uh, Lamb who passed away. Helped build Yeshiva University. Yes, he was a major, major rabbi. Let me find that. Why don't you? What did he didn't? Oh, he, oh, he. His wife Meredith died of COVID at eighty-eight. What it took him? He, did he die from COVID or just? I don't know. Does it say that? No, but it says his wife did. Mandela died April sixteenth. He just couldn't take it anymore after that. Hmm. 
helped rebuild yeshiva into the flagship of modern orthodoxy during his early three decades as his chan he was a chancellor. So he was a major, uh, major guy. Yeah. Uh, he's survived by 17 grandchildren and numerous great-great-grandchildren. So that concludes... May his memory be a blessing, yes. as with Sissy Corn as well. We have a Sissy Corn. Yes. So that ends our podcast for this week. Um, we were going to say, like, how to get in touch with us. Yeah, so we did you establish a email? We were going to just establish. Uh, I don't think we, we did. Maybe I you could send it to publisher at American Israelite. For now, we were going to do like from. We were going to do from the pages from, at American Israelite. No, I Israel? think we were doing Let There Be Light at American Israelite. Oh, okay. We need to probably get that set yeah, up. Yeah, we need to get that set up. But this was, I thought, I thought this one went really well. This is a good setup. I think this is until we get a, a visiting person i think this is perfect yes yes because it adds to our uh um, and i wish everyone could see how beautiful the israelite looks on nice clean white print paper with the colors it's so nice and clear well and sharp. the difference is when you're printing on uh newsprint the the when the the printing press has little raised dots and the ink goes on that and then it's it, it you know hit, the dot hits the paper it expands. Yeah, so it, it swells out the... Right. That's why it looks a little fuzzy. Yeah. When you're on glossy paper, the dot does not expand. And that's why the images from glossy paper like magazines are so much more... Uh, they're better. It's a yeah. tighter... It's a tighter... Printing crispy. To it's cr more crisper. crisper. Right. I also like your, the front also. I like the way it looks on the front. It seems, you know, your, your front really has... Nice we cleaned thing. it up. Yeah. I, 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 so I'm into, uh, my mom was an artist, and my father was an art architect to begin with and became a builder, but I was always around art with my mother. It looks nice. All my life, she always took us to different art galleries, and my I am very much into um, minimalism. Yeah, I like it. I like the clean. I like minimalism, look really very clean. You can tell by this office that you like things organized yeah. and clean and put together. Yeah. Yeah, I like minimalism quite a bit. Um, yeah, no, I just like I, I, I when I you know and I well besides my favorite uh, picture in the whole world, which is uh, um, Starry Night. Yeah, who's that by? That's by Vincent Van Gogh. That's the most. Okay. And when you go to the MoMA in New York, that's the first place I go when I go to New York is the Let's MoMA. Yes, I just go there. Yeah, for I can sit there and look at that thing for hours. Um, so, okay, hey, well, we are finishing up. Good. We've got a UPS package, uh, and, uh, we have to go get the package. So stay tuned. We're here. We'll be back next week and we will talk to you all then. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so that you can be notified when a new podcast is available. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook for behind-the-scenes fun. You can email us with any questions, concerns, or comments at info at theamericanisraelitepodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. See, See you, you next week. week.